Welcome back, everybody. You have just tuned in to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And I apologize for not getting back with you last week. It just simply was one of those weeks where nothing seems to work and it's OWTF, as the kids say. Uh, but we are back this week and uh, the Steelers are coming off of a 17 to 10 loss in the home finale to the Buffalo Bills, and um, it uh, it was maybe a wake-up call of sorts. It certainly uh, felt like it at times. Buffalo's a you know, real solid team. I, I really don't honestly know how good any of these teams are, quite frankly, but uh, um, good defense. We knew that coming in, and uh, we're, we're going to talk a whole lot about that. And then, of course, uh, uh, moving towards with, forward with the jets and and uh discuss that and all the all the parameters or the uh, ramifications i should say surrounding the steelers pending playoff hopes and uh as usual to discuss all things steelers with me is the pretzel eating ben anderson who uh, is uh, grabbing a little snack here while we get going ben uh how are you tonight i can't eat any pretzels while we're recording well, you know, uh, pretzels typically are one of those staples with a uh, very nice adult beverage, um, which you typically, typically have typically have with you. Um, but but maybe you haven't cracked into that just yet. No, no, I, I better go to the gym later. Oh, okay, yeah, we don't want to be sweating out alcohol at the gym. Yeah, but, uh, we'll save that for the weekends. Yeah. Pretty uh, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll drink too much on Sunday. Don't you worry. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Uh, obviously, uh, a, a disappointing loss. Uh, it could have really locked some things up for the Steelers. It wouldn't have solidified us. Yeah, yeah. I, disappointing I, is yeah. That's that's definitely a word I would use. I, I mean, I, uh, but, well, let me before you get going, you know, and, and give me your impressions. I mean, did, did you kind of feel this coming at all? Yeah, I had a really bad feeling, honestly. And I, did I, too. I was I was fighting it all day. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, 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 no. You're just, you're just being paranoid. You're just, you're just, you know, just... I actually had a bad feeling from about Saturday on. I, I did too. And yeah, I still wanted to win like oh, sure. really, really bad. Like so badly that I didn't manage my expectations well. And I mean, basically on Sundays, you know, I, uh, I do what most fans do. I go in and I, drink and i uh i take a long pull from the bottle of unrealistic expectations and i go in and i yell at the tv sure. and sure. throw shit and scream and i kicked a fucking chair during the middle of the game <laughs> and my friends were like wow that chair do you think it learned it less it's lesson there or what <laughs> you, you feeling okay there ben and Bad i mean chair. Bad chair. I, yeah i there, there were there were some moments there where i, I behaved very very poorly um but uh, yeah, uh, I, I kind of felt it coming to answer your question. And, yeah. you know, it's just a question. What we saw was a practice squad quarterback coming back down to earth yeah. against a very, very good defense. And basically yeah. what the Bills did was they came in and they said, we're going to stop the run. And we're going to dare you to throw over us. We're going to cover the short area because we have good linebackers. Yeah. And we're going to send a good pass rush and we're going to pressure your guy and we're going to dare him to hold onto the ball long enough to throw the ball, to throw it over us. And he couldn't do it. And uh, so, I mean, 
Yeah, that that's it. Basically, they the Bills defense put it all on Duck, and Duck couldn't get it done because he's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, that said, there were some things that I feel like Randy mm-hmm. Fickner could have done differently. I, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say that I'm going to give him a total pass here. Right. But the execution was very, very poor. Very. From the offensive line, not picking up blitzes and stunts. And from Hodges not finding open receivers, and mm-hmm. there were receivers open. That fourth yes. down. Oh goodness gracious! Fickner, Fickner dialed up a perfect play, and it may have gone for a touchdown. Washington was so wide open; yep. it was ridiculous how wide open he was. At minimum, it would have been first and goal, and he missed him. He just didn't even yeah. see him. I. I don't know how you missed that throw, man. I know you're only six feet tall and the, the linemen are all taller than you, but you you can't do that. You just can't do that. And, uh, you know, it was things along those lines all day long that where yeah. guys were open yep. and Duck was missing them. And, yeah, there were some things that, that Finkner could have done to help him. Um, and we, I know you want to go over that later, so let's sure. skip that. Yeah. I you know the 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 play you're referring to there on fourth down that that ended the game uh, uh, for all intents and purposes other than a kneel down or two but um, you know that that too is just really symbolic representative whatever the term is of of a guy that is an undrafted free agent rookie quarterback who is thrust into the situation that he's in um, he he probably was panicking it was late in the game he knew what was uh, uh, at stake and just didn't even think to get through his progressions um, and chucked it deep and, and hoped for something good. But yeah, if, if any of you have um, the uh, the NFL game pass, I highly suggest you go back and look at that play. You, you, will, you will see uh, James Washington wide open going across the middle. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was very, very unfortunate that he didn't see him, but it is what it is. Um, you are crinkling really, really loud right now uh, with those pretzels, man. Crinkling really. I loud. am. Yes, yes. It, it sounds like somebody's beating you with aluminum foil. Uh, yeah, there we go. Look, look at this. You get, get all these side bits going on. Uh, yeah. So, was that one of the worst games you've seen from the offensive line? By the way, uh, it seemed like we could not adjust to either what they were doing against the run or against the pass. They constantly had guys coming free. I I thought it was just not a good day overall for the offensive line. No, it was not. Um, I'm not sure what the, uh, the deal was. Um, I I can't figure it out other than, you know, Mm -hmm. I made a point today that, that um, a lot of the problems are rooted in the fact not just that the offensive line is or was drafted and was built to play for Ben's style, but also because Ben, as a longtime veteran, can identify blitzes and stunts before the snap, and he can change the protection yeah. at the line. I don't think Duck can do that, one. Mm-hmm. If he can, I doubt he's very good at it. And the same is probably true of Mason Rudolph. They're just, they're young quarterbacks. They don't have the experience level. They haven't seen enough things. And uh, 
just, you know, just doesn't work. Well, and it wasn't only affecting the offensive line, but but clearly you could see the running backs were struggling with with blitz pickup as well. Um, you know, completely being on the wrong side of the formation, not getting across the formation, um, just just flat out getting beat uh, on on oncoming rushers. Um, yeah, so it, it was just that type of day, and you know, the the Randy Feekner stuff, you know. And we talk about this every single week on the show about the difference between, you know, coaching and execution. And and there's always bits and pieces of each that that represent either great success or great failure. And, you know, we, we saw a lot of examples of that this week. And I, I, I go back to that that wildcat call on, uh, you know, deep inside Buffalo territory before the half. And and they they admitted this week. Um, James Conner admitted it, um, and and several others did that they really didn't work on that play this week because, in due part, to the lack of availability of Conner and Jalen Samuels, and it it just it looked like a sloppy play. It looked like a high school team said, "Hey, let's throw this in real quick. I don't think they'll be ready for it. You work on it for three minutes. Okay, we're good." That's what it looked like to me. And, you know, to me, that part of it, I go to Randy Fickner and I say, Randy, come on, you can't you can't put these guys in those situations right then and there. I understand the professionals. I I get it. But, you know, it's got to be better there. And, you know, as far as helping Duck, um, it it seemed like he got bogged down and doing a lot of the same things on first down and then on second down. And then, oh, gee, here we are, third and long. Um, and, and it just granted again, Buffalo defense has been the best defense we've seen in quite some time. Um, and, and we knew we were going to struggle, but uh, you know, it, it just, it always seems to me, there are a few other things you can do offensively. I don't think we utilize Deontay Johnson enough. Uh, I, I thought we could have gotten the ball in his hands a little bit more often, but, um, again, credit Leslie Frazier and his defense. They, they did a really nice job, uh, uh, against the Steelers. So, um, you know, what, what, what did you see out of, uh, Fiegner that, that frustrated you besides what I mentioned? Well, I, real quickly, Deontay Johnson did fumble. Um, he did, you know, he and, did, yeah, yeah. and there were really was no excuse for it. I mean, yes. <laughs> Pouncey had a bad snap, snap back right. to, uh, Connor. Connor recovered it. The ball was never fully secured into Johnson's belly and he took mm-hmm. off into the hole anyway. Yeah. That, to me, it's just inexcusable. If you've got to slow down to make sure you secure the ball, you slow down to make sure you secure the ball. Yeah, ball security number one right there. Yeah, exactly. That That's football 101. That, that's not anything that he should be doing. Um, he got ahead of himself. That's like that's like uh, being the receiver who who catches the ball and is looking toward where he's going to run before he secures it. Yeah. You can't. Yep. You just don't do that. Okay. So, again, that's one of those things I, I don't want to give the players a pass on. Mm-hmm. As well, there were several pre-snap penalties and or holds that were made by the offensive line that, Mm -hmm. you know, those, those kill you. Especially against good defenses. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't blocking very well for the run either. Against, again, it's a good defense. You're running against eight and nine men, um, uh, Fronts. Fronts, excuse me, yes. Yeah. And and you you know, initially they came out and they, they did okay. Yeah. Um 
their first six runs went for 15 yards, two yards. Uh, they had zero yards on one, but uh, there was a penalty on Devlin Hodges for illegal motion, which I still don't understand. You're supposed <sighs> to set behind the center and then move over to the guard and then take off in motion. I, I I've actually that was seen the this before. penalty. I've you've seen that before. I have seen it before. Yes. What what the rule is is if you're the quarterback, okay, mm-hmm. and and you are under center. All right. Yes. Then when you when you go in motion, you have to get reset. You cannot continue in motion as we see players do all the time. I, I, now, if he was in the shotgun or pistol or the pistol, and, right, and had taken off into motion, then he would have been fine. Now, I, the one question I do not have the answer to is what's the big difference? Why does it matter? Right. I I, I don't know. There, there's got to be a reason for that. And and I will effort to find that answer because I, I, I remember as soon as he left under quarterback, I thought, okay, something's got to happen here. And then I saw the flag and I'm thinking, okay, he didn't get set. And, it, you know, that, that leads me to a whole other discussion, which we'll do for another day. But All right. it, remember well, it used, used to be guys had to be set for like a full second. That right. doesn't happen anymore anyway. Right. But, yeah, that's what the yeah, they was. They decided that was a waste of time. Yeah. Long story short, okay, the first five runs that actually counted went for 21 yards, right? That's like mm-hmm. four yards a click. That's, that's pretty good. good. Yeah. Then they proceeded to run it five more times for zero yards each. Yeah. Okay. The run game was not working. Then James Conner breaks one off for 17. And then and then Buffalo tightens it up again. And it's minus one, three, five, two. At this point, they're down by seven. They're not running anymore. No. Uh, can't I don't really have a problem with the way the run game was utilized. Everybody's up in arms about the fact that they didn't run it more. They didn't run it more. They gave up on the run. It just seems like they gave up on the run. They didn't give up on the run. The run wasn't working, man. Yeah. Two of their carries, they have 15 carries for 47 yards total. 32 of those yards came on two carries. Okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right? an incredibly poor average after it's that. It's an incredibly poor average. And one of those carries went for a fumble. All right? Oh, so you're yeah. just having a really, really bad day against eight and nine guys in the box. You can't get past them. You can't do anything. And – when you're throwing the ball, you're not getting a lot out of it, but mm-hmm. at least you're getting five yards an attempt. So you're doing that. You're trying to. And then you get behind, and you've got to throw. And, I mean, uh, somebody pointed it out to me on on Twitter this week. Basically, when you've got Duck Hodges behind center and you're down by seven, it's like being down 14. Okay? They're just, yeah. they're just not going to score that many touchdowns. And, and it puts even more pressure on the offense to get something done. And I agree with that. You know, I yes, they could have they could have stuck with the run maybe a little bit more here and there. But like I said, they went through a, a long stretch there where they got no yards at all, mm-hmm. none. Five yards, five rushing attempts in a row, zero yards, nothing. Uh, that kills you. I mean, oh. if, if running the ball puts yes. you at third and eight, third and nine, that's tough when you get a really young quarterback against a good yeah. D, and they know what you're going to do because it's third down. Now they're sending everybody, and they're going to put pressure on you, and you get off the field. You don't have an opportunity to do anything. You can't you can't extend drives that way. No. So what could they have done differently? Well, I believe that he could have spread that defense out a little bit. Uh, okay? Could have uh-huh. done that. Uh-huh. Could have widened their stances, widened their sets, 
They could have thrown easier high percentage throws, quick hitch passes, drags, crossers, uh, screens. Very, very even. little across the middle. Very yeah. little. I didn't understand that. Design draw screens, yeah. even even draw rush plays because they were selling out hard on Good either time. run blitzes and or blitzes. So run a run a draw play. Let those guys fan around the outside and pop it up the middle. Granted, you're not going to get a lot of yards because those linebackers are good. Yeah, But you're going to get to the second level. You're going to get positive yards, and you're going to give yourself an opportunity on second and third down to move the chains. Things like that weren't happening. Um, Little tight end outlet passes, nothing. Mm -hmm. There was nothing like that. Nothing was happening. It just – that was the kind of thing that drove me a little bit nuts. But the execution was so bad by the offensive players yeah. that I have a hard time giving them a pass. They just they just didn't get it done, man. And it wasn't just that the quarterback was was young. It was it was guys that I mean, the offensive line is supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in the league. They got their lunch money taken away from them. They got beaten oh, up. They did. They were absolutely beaten in the lunch line and and left to lay there in a pool of of spoiled milk. Uh, I mean, there were times guys were coming completely free, whether it was through the A gaps, whether it was off the edge. Um, it, it it was, and I, I I do I go right back to what you were talking about when you've got Ben Roethlisberger or or a longtime veteran QB. They can pick up on a lot of things, especially as it relates to blitz pickup that that these rookies just don't see. These young guys aren't seeing, and it makes a world of difference. There is no doubt in my mind. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I also, I want to say that uh, you're listening to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And right now you can get the duck-inspired shirt. It's just got a little rubber ducky on it with the number six in the middle. It's kind of a cool shirt. And uh, every shirt you get from 26shirts.com is super comfortable anyway and uh, goes towards a fantastic cause. So please consider doing that and uh, hop on the duck bandwagon. I mean, he's going to start again this week, but uh, we'll we'll get into that here shortly. Uh, Ben, was there anything possible the defense could have done better to give them a better shot in this game i thought the defense played outstanding yeah i and that's the problem this and that that was my gut feeling all day is that the defense is going to play well the offense is just not going to muster enough i think i had this game like 16 13 and it ended up 17 10 um that that's what i was afraid of and it's exactly what happened Our, our defense just just couldn't do any more than what they had done and uh i mean watt continues to have a spectacular year and other guys had some big plays and and you know but what more can you ask of them i i don't think there's a lot again if your defense forces two turnovers you should be able to muster more than 10 points okay yeah uh josh allen 13 of 25 for 139 yards a td and a pick (laughs) Hit a passer rating of 65.2. I mean, you know, they, maybe they could have done a little bit more against the rush. Um, Mm -hmm. But even that, I mean, you know, it's not like they had a lot of yards going. I mean, what did the, what were the total Uh, yards for Buffalo? Um, Well, Singletary was around 80 late in the game, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Their total yards were 261. Yeah. To the Steelers, 229. Uh, the big difference was the turnovers. Steelers having yeah. five turnovers, that killed them. 
Oh, absolutely I mean, killed him. Yeah. That in time of possession. I mean, but you can't really put that on the defense because nope. you know, it wasn't like they didn't force a lot of punts. They just, you know, their the offense wasn't carrying their part of the load and they weren't good. I, they just yeah. They got they got exposed, guys. Our offense is not that good this year and it sucks because we're accustomed you know, after the last several years of, to having a very good offense and they're just not there. They're, they're not afraid of the passing game. Uh, no. They're just basically going to say, yeah, beat us with your passing game. We don't believe you're very good at it. And the run game when it's facing eight and nine man boxes can't really compete. They can't do the things we saw them do last year and the year mm-hmm. prior. the year mm-hmm. previous. So it's, it is what it is right now. I hope they still make – obviously, I hope they make the playoffs. Oh, certainly, um, I, certainly. I would like to see the young players in this team, and this is a very young team. I'd like to see the young players in this team get some playoff experience. I'd like to say – I'd like them to be able to say, we started 0-3 and, and we came back and we made yep. the playoffs. Because yep. that's a major accomplishment. And almost isn't. No. It, <laughs> we and almost it's a huge... made the playoffs. We were in yeah. a position to make the playoffs. Eh, whatever. You didn't make it. You no, can hang that's... your hat on having and on having gotten back there, especially after a terrible start and losing all those players, and you still made it happen. You still did it. But um, my fear right now is is in order to get to the playoffs, they're going to have to win both games, and that means beating the Ravens in Baltimore. And even without Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. I just don't know how possible that is or how likely. Yeah, I, I'm I am so focused right now on not even thinking about Baltimore because I I, I have concerns with this Jets team. You know, the yeah, Steelers they're have, good. They're they're five they're, and five since uh since their quarterback came back from Mono. So Yeah. And and they, they play hard, they play good defense. We have not traditionally played well in New in, in New York um for for whatever reason but you know be that as it may what uh what do you make of the decision to stay with with duck um uh did, did you have any thoughts that he might go back to to rudy or wh- where are you with that decision uh i'm okay with it i you know rudolph threw four picks against the browns yeah. and people have already seemingly forgotten that or some people have Rudolph fans have mm-hmm. he, he threw four picks against the Browns he got another start and yeah, he, he came hey, out no. and he he came out flat and looked bad against a bad defense in Cincinnati mm-hmm. and he got yanked I mean bottom line that is what happened and you know you can't really complain about them not putting Rudolph back in when he got as many chances as he did and, you know, still was given one more start. So, so so we're, we're looking at a really interesting situation then this week, because if, if duck continues to struggle in the first half and, and, and let's say we're down 10, three, something like that, you know, Tomlin 
is going to have to make a similar decision. Do I stay with the guy that's struggling or do I go with, with just a change something that to, to change the offense? And, you know, I, I think it's going to be a fascinating decision if it comes to that. Obviously I do not wish it comes to that. I hope we're up 17 to nothing at the end of the first half and we, we can just put it on cruise control uh, and, and go from there. But I think it's going to be fascinating uh, to see to see what he ultimately does if that becomes the case. I, you know, Hodges strikes me as the type of guy that 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 type of game doesn't sit well with him. I think he's going to come back. He's going to be pretty fiery. I think he's going to want to 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 get back uh, uh, to winning and and not letting his defense down and uh, and stuff like that. But the, the Jets just aren't going to you know open the door for him to to do that. So I, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how that first half unravels on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, I hope that Mason prepares hard, but apparently he prepares hard every week, regardless. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of hoping that uh, Hodges plays better. This defense is not nearly as good as the one that they faced on Sunday, and it's banged up too. And it is a little banged up. Yep. I mean, you yep. look at their injury report; it's like, wow. Yeah, it was like the half the half the roster. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, go ahead. Well, I, I think, and then I wrote this today and, and I, I, as much as I knock James Conner for, for his lack of availability due to being dinged up a lot, I think he's the difference in these final two games. I I think the offense lacks any sort of guy that can get through the line of scrimmage to pick up yards, the lacks, the burst. He got it a couple of times, granted, just a couple of times, but, but I also felt they were limiting his touches a little bit. I really think He's he's the difference, not just running the ball, but also catching it out of the backfield and then blitz pickup. I if he plays well these next two weeks, I, I think we have a real shot because otherwise I think that offense goes back to being just very, very stagnant, uh, kind of relying on the Benny Snell type thing, who, by the way, only got two carries, I believe. Is that is that what he had last week? Yeah, he had one um, carry for two yards and one carry for minus one yard. Yeah, and and I mean, we've seen people comparing him. Well, that's why he's going to replace uh, James Conner. And it's like, no, stop, yeah, just stop. Yeah, it's no. not. That's not what's going to happen here. There's a lot uh, that Snell needs to improve on before absolutely. he's a legitimate starter in this league. A lot, yeah, definitely. And and I, yeah, I, I'm not going to go any further than that. But I, I, so to me, I think Conner is a huge piece to this. And obviously, it'd be nice for you get Juju back. Um, help out that receiving core a little bit. Uh, you know, they did release uh, Tevin Jones, who had a couple drops this week, and and they they moved uh, Amara Darbo uh, from the practice squad. Uh, yeah. You know, he's a, he's a he's a Michigan guy. I, I saw him a few times. He he's a nice player, but I I mean, I, I this is a amounts to a whole lot of nothing for me, so I wouldn't worry about it. Um, but it, that that's what I think. I think it's got to be be Connor a little bit here that helps out um what was I gonna well, say Juju uh, may come back yeah I mean he was limited today um but that's better than not practicing um and right. again, I think they're trying to bring him back a little a yeah. little slower this time because and, he and, came back yeah. and, and went full and re-injured aggravated his injuries whatever they were and right. and you know had to Basically, he was done the rest of the week. Yeah, and it's, you know, I know, I know you talk to people there in Pittsburgh too, and it and it just sounds like it's one of those those things where it it gets better, and he does some work, and it it swells back up, and uh, 
be, becomes an issue. So, you know, I mean, if you've been an athlete at all for any extended period in your life, you, you know, that, that injuries, uh, vary in terms of their recovery time. Um, you know, every guy is different. Every injury is different. And it just seems that's kind of what, what he's dealing with right now. So, um, you know, Vance McDonald, another one that I think would be huge to get back. Uh, he's still in the protocol as of uh, as of at least yesterday with Tomlin saying he, he wasn't sure, but he, as far as he knew, that was still the case. And, I, I you know, and I think that was a huge piece of it, too, on Sunday. It would have been nice to have him. Um, he know. went full today. And, he did and, go know, full? It's worth, it's worth noting that he went full today, okay, but he's I still in limited. the protocol. Okay. He's still in the protocol until he meets whatever baseline – yeah, considerations he's got to meet. Hey, uh, off the subject here, yeah. but uh, just read on Twitter that um, the Jags fired uh, Tom Coughlin, who was their executive VP of football operations. He was supposed to retire <laughs> in January, and they fired him two weeks early. That is pretty cold i gotta say well they you know not not to stay on it too long but they got hit pretty hard by the nfl pa this week for some stuff and yeah uh, i saw that you 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 know what i know well you know what i know how old school coughlin is i mean yeah i do yeah no it's it's this actually is germane to our conversation because i remember a couple of years ago when the jags beat the steelers twice and yeah all the Tomlin sucks. Fire Tomlin. People were going. That's what we need. We need to get Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone to to come in here and straighten things out. In the Steelers, that's the problem. The Steelers players are getting away with too much crap. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> this is Coughlin's routine. He goes into a place, he straightens everything out. He gets people gets the ship running tight, and then people get pissed, and his act runs out. Yeah. I mean, basically, people get tired of it. People want to leave. They don't want to stick around. They can't retain players. People rebel. Well, and look uh, at him with the look at him with the Giants. You know, they they won exactly. those two Super Bowls, but exactly. the years, the years after, when, yeah. When he when he won the Super Bowls with those guys, he had learned to compromise, and he had he had dialed it back some. And it was because a group of of leaders on that team came to mm-hmm. him and said, "Look." We need you to get on the same page with us. We understand that we need to get on the same page with you, but you got to get to you know on the same page with us because when guys have questions and they have doubts, we're the guys they come to. Yeah. And we can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we need you to to get on the same page with us too. And they kind of worked it out, you know, as yeah. a group. Well, I don't know that young players now so much do that they just say screw this i don't want to be here they pull crap like the browns players pull when they they play in visiting stadiums they run past the sideline and say hey trade for me come and get me (laughs) that's not uncommon man i mean antonio brown look at the crap that he's pulled oh my god all i'm saying is this is the reality of the nfl today and i know we got (laughs) off on a tangent there and we're not talking about the steelers and the bills right now but that that is the reality of the NFL today. And guys like Tom Coughlin are dinosaurs. They are Absolutely. done. And I'm sure at the end yep. of the season, Marone is getting fired too. Yep. Yep. It, it is, it is a different world. Um, and I, and I know there are a lot of folks out there and you and I talk to them literally every day on Twitter that are, 
our age and, and older, and, and they, they appreciate the disciplinarians, they appreciate those Tom Coughlin types, but the, the reality is it's a new world in, in pro sports, and like it or not, that's what it is. And, and the dinosaurs are going the way of the dinosaurs and they're, they're being made extinct. And this is another example of it. Um, I wanted to uh, obviously touch uh, on the fact that the Steelers had five guys selected to the pro bowl. And, and look, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because simply it's a uh, popularity contest quite often, but uh, you know, for a guy like TJ Watt, who's going um, and very well could be going as the defensive player of the year as well. Great honor for him. Uh, Cam Hayward, also very deserving. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, I, I don't think we need to say a word about his, his deserving, you know, and, and then you had David DeCastro and Marquise Pouncey and, you know, uh, has Pouncey had a, a stellar Marquise Pouncey type year? I don't think so. Nope. Um and and is he going on name recognition? Probably. Um, I, I did find it a bit laughable. Pro Football Focus would they have him rated like thirty fourth, and there's only thirty two starting centers. That that's a bit laughable. But he has not had a great year, and uh, DeCastro has has been pretty solid. I, I'm not going to say too much negative about about him. Um, but but yeah. Anyway, they they're not going to care what we say. They get a free trip and get to go enjoy time together and and all that stuff, but I uh, uh, want to make sure we, we did mention that for sure. Um, did, did you think Bud Dupree deserved a Pro Bowl? Uh, no. I looked at I mean, yeah, he had a, he's having a good year. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not taking definitely. anything away from him. All I'm saying is I looked at the guys that were, were chosen, and I didn't see where Bud should have beaten any of them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. frankly. And so – you know, he's he's still not in Von Miller's class. Okay. He's no. he's just not, for example. Um, he's not in TJ Watt's class. Um, he's having a nice season. It's great. I'm glad that people are fired up and they're appreciative of, of his performance. But I don't think he deserves a Pro Bowl nod. Now that said, he'll probably end up going because oh, nobody wants oh, to go to yep. the damn Pro Bowl anymore. No, so I he'll know. be an alternate and he'll end up going. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the state of the Pro Bowl now. I mean, it's it's just become laughable. Um, these guys. Well, I don't think I, I've I've got a hangnail on my left pinky toe. I'm not going to be able to make it. So, uh, you know, the third stringer at Denver ends up going. Um, the the Steelers uh, going to New York this week, Ben, and and you know we talked a little bit about their defense, the fact that it's it's solid. Not great, certainly not what we saw last week. Um, it's banged up on the corners and in some other areas as well. But uh, you know, offensively, the Jets have been playing better. Obviously, Bell has, has uh, been a little bit better. I think he had eighty or ninety total yards last week. Um, Sam Darnold is playing a little bit better each week. Um, what, what do you expect to see coming up on Sunday? Uh, well, Quentin Williams and Jamal. Adams are back. Uh, yeah. We're going to see a, a pretty decent defense, and our offense is not all that decent. Uh, I don't think that their offense is very good. Uh, right. I do expect to see a motivated Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah. Who's going to try and, and make the Steelers look bad and regret everything. Uh, yeah, regret offering him more money than he's making now. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, but 
but uh, I don't see I don't see him having a big game. Um, I, I just I don't, don't see it. And I'm not really that afraid of Darnold. I I think he's better than he was last season, but that doesn't make him a good starter at this point. So, you know, probably a close game, a grind him out kind of a game. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not super concerned about it, but I'm also not, like, counting it as a win. Let's put it that way. Oh, no, not at all. And I, I do think Darnold will give up turnovers i i think uh he he's apt to put the ball on the ground if i'm not mistaken from time to time and he will yeah. also he, he will throw the ball into places that he shouldn't throw the ball and um i i am hopeful that that's uh that's what happens i you know i wouldn't be surprised if bell scored a touchdown or something maybe when they got down in the red zone or something but i i don't anticipate him having a huge game um, we, we've done pretty well against backs this year for the most part, limiting their big plays. So I, I, I'm not overly concerned with that. Um, of course, the Steelers can make this really, really easy if they win this week and win next week at Baltimore. They're in the playoffs. There are other scenarios where if they win one and then they got the right combination of losses with Tennessee and Houston, um, that that could also be a way to get in as well. But, you know, I, I know Mike Tomlin wants to take care of business, and, and I, I, I do go back to something you said earlier, that th- this was an 0-3, a 1-4 team, and I, I think the only way that this team gets any sort of, of uh, history, positive history attached to it is if they do make the postseason because nobody's really going to care if they finish 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, it, it'll be a nice accomplishment coming back from that, but nobody's really going to care. They're going to want to see a playoff spot, especially since they've had it locked up really for, for the last several weeks. And we know what happened last year too. We, we kind of, uh, messed that up too, with a, a decent lead over the Ravens. Yeah, they, the end of the they year. never had it locked up. I, I, I never well, felt I, that. I mean, we've been in position to, you know, they, they, the they've been in a position, you know, yeah. uh, currently the sixth seed, currently the sixth seed for several weeks. That doesn't mean dick. Yep. Until you actually finish the season, until mm-hmm. the fat lady sings, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there were guys that were currently the sixth seed in week eight that now are out of the picture entirely. So who cares? Right. Well, yeah. I- I'm looking at it strictly as from the fan perspective, because you know as well as I do, yeah. that's what people are going to harp on. Uh, I get but it, I, but I, I, I honestly, I mean, if that's what you thought, then y- you were mistaken and that's on You're you. You're not paying attention. Yeah. 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 Um, so this week into New York and uh, again, uh, closing out in Baltimore. And um, unless you've got anything else to add, I, we can wrap things up here on the show this week. <laughs> Just um, again, I want to emphasize that while I'm not like a huge Randy Finkner fan, yeah. uh, Randy's not the only problem on the offense right now. In fact, he's not even the biggest one, in my opinion. Uh, the players have got to get their shit together. And until they do, we're going to continue seeing things like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fans it, tend yeah. to want to blame coaches every time, and it's it's very short sighted. I don't know how else to put that. And then when you when you go back and you watch games and you watch film and you see opportunities that were missed, and you know, as a guy for a yeah. guy like me who does that, it it's incredibly frustrating. Yes, there oh. are things that that Finkner could do better, 
Heck, there are yes. things that Mike Tomlin and and Keith, Keith Butler could do better with the defense. Yeah. That defense is playing outstanding football right now, mm-hmm. and it's it's little stuff. It, it's nitpicky, but I'm sure that they're doing that nitpicking themselves too. So I'm uh, encouraged no by that. Yeah, you know, well, uh, that that that's really it. I just I just want I want play I want the fans to hold the players accountable, not just to point at the coaches. That to me just doesn't make any sense. I I agree with you. You, you got to be able to to see the big picture, and and uh, you know I don't I don't get any advertising money for saying that you should really get NFL Game Pass because you'll be able to see exactly you what you should. You you can see exactly what Ben's talking about when when you sit there and you harp on Feekner as I do quite often, but when you see a play that is dialed up that is a great play and it just isn't executed properly, you have to be able to learn when to say, you know what, that's not on the coach. That's on the players. They didn't get it done. Okay, now I understand it, and and you know, so again, I don't get I don't get any money from that unless you want to send me some. That's fine, but uh, we're gonna get out of here for the uh, for the show. And uh, again, thanks to twenty six shirts dot com slash Pittsburgh. And uh, I know Mister Del Reed is very happy. Uh, his yeah, I'm sure he Bill's is. Bill's mafia bastard us off but uh i won't i won't let it stop me from liking him he's a he's a swell fellow so anyway for uh ben this is steel dead signing off on the steel city blitz steelers podcast and hey go steelers ravens suck <laughs>